better run. Here they come, they got to blast on us. The black nerds, bloods are rush. I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to And welcome to episode 287 of Bloods R Us. Uh, we are back after a week off. Um, in saying that, we took a week off because there wasn't really much content that I had watched um, and was really going to cover with you guys. Um, and this week as well, um, I was meant to go see Godzilla uh, minus one um, this afternoon, but when I woke up, I was just like, I don't want to leave the house. Um, just you know, feeling. I don't. I wouldn't say I was so tired. I was just like, I've been working late. Um, this last week. Yeah, back back to working late. Yeah, I'm back to. I had a nice week and a half off, and now I'm back to work. Uh, was on late last week. Um, yeah, I'm on early on Monday, so I think I was just a little bit tired, um, lazy, whatever you want to call it. With the, with the, with the, with the new schedule, yeah, yeah. So, um. I'm going to probably watch it tomorrow after I go do a little Costco trip. Um, and Ooh, where are you going from Costco? Uh, Sam needs to go Costco, and I've got a Costco card. But for, I think for for uh, house, I might get some um, like laundry detergent. Um, oh, so the the actual like adult <laughs> shopping yeah, for the house. Yeah, so I don't think we need too too much on Costco to be honest, because like we generally do our weekly shop um, and we went Costco maybe like last month so I've already done our like big bulk of toilet roll uh, I think Del wants me to get some salmon so I might do that but in terms of All everything right. else like it's just it's I'm going I'm going for her basically um, <laughs> and I might treat myself you your way you wouldn't be going at all yeah because yeah, I don't think I, I need I anything might get, yeah, might get some drinks for Christmas alright fair yeah yeah, I thought I thought you were gonna get like the the croissants or the biscuits or that kind of thing because yeah, those are nice. Nah, I've you know what? Yeah, I've been generally I've kind of been on a diet where like I'm not eating as much junk as I normally do. Um, mm. so for the most part, this week I've not been you know perfect, but I've generally been fasting. Um, so I'm only eating between the hours of twelve and eight, and I'm generally only eating protein and veg. Um, so hardly any carbs um, but this week I've been you know just a bit shit with it like I've eaten you know a bit of crap here and there I've you know it's been have like it yeah it's been like about quarter party I'm just like ah, it's only 15 minutes after let me just have a little feed um, but yeah I'm going back to that from Monday um, but yeah not a lot of content um, to be reviewed um, mm-hmm. For anyone that might be listening to us for the very first time, uh, my name is Nana, aka Ace, um, and I'm the main host of Bloods R Us. I'm joined by my wonderful co-host Martin. Um, we have been friends 
I think, thinks maybe like 2012. Yeah, since so this is two, ah, 2012. Oh, uh, fucking hell, 12 years, mate. Oh, cool, right. blimey. What are you putting into that context? Um, <laughs> so we are generally, and I, I, I say this quite vaguely, a week to week pop culture podcast. Um, I think since Martin's jumped on board, we have edged a bit towards more talking anime and reviewing anime um, and, you know, covering that content as well. Um, but generally, we are pop culture, movie review, TV show, podcast, um, when we can. Um, like I said, I did manage to go see something in the cinema, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, you know, we like to just hang out cover things that we are interested in so whether it's a Disney Plus show that um, Marvel have dropped on there or um, if something really catches our eye on Netflix uh, which I want to bring up a couple of Netflix stuff as well Um, and then yeah normally we give you our first impressions of a new anime when the new slate starts which ones we're going to be watching which ones we think is worth uh, you guys checking out and then when um, those animes wrap, we normally give you guys an overview whether it was worth watching, um, and you know, advice. Well, I say advice, but given our opinions on them, obviously, you know, for the most part, we're two. I, I guess we're like middle-aged men now. So speak for yourself. I'm middle-aged. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, how, how would you know? Well, what's what's the life expectancy? Well, I, I, I don't know, but like I'm, I'm in my, say, I'm in my eight, mid eighty something. I'm in my mid thirties now. No, I'm, I'm in middle age when I'm forty. All right. Well, I'm in my mid thirties, so you know, so there's certain things that like certain um slice of life or, or um romance animes are probably not going to be our thing, even though um oh, not Yuri on Ice. Oh, I forgot what it's called. There was one that dropped like last season or two seasons ago that was sick, and I actually watched it. Um, and season two's out, right? Was either out this season or last season. I just haven't got around to it. But for the most part, we're not really going to be covering like romance animes and slice of life animes unless there's one that's absolutely popping. Um, yeah. We might check out and give you guys a review of. Um, same with anything that's maybe a bit. Like, don't get twisted, we're both big kids, but anything that's, like, too childish, we're probably not going to be checking out, not going to be reviewing. Um, so, yeah, that is, a you know, a very general introduction of who we are. Um, you know, as we go through the movies, shows, games, etc., etc., so on and so forth, uh, we have a, a unique rating system, we call it the chicken rating system. So, if we think something's absolutely dead, it gets bones. Next up is the core chicken. Half chicken, three piece, and it's the creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. So if it's a whole chicken, it means go, as far as we are concerned, yeah, it is the shit. Go and watch it as soon as possible. Like, and take our ratings. I don't know if a pinch of salt is the right word, is the right word, but take our ratings for how we view things in it. Like, it could be, you know, cinematically, it could be garbage, but if we have a lot of fun of it, we might give it a high score. Or it could be a cinematic masterpiece, but if we're yawning and falling asleep during it, we're gonna give it a low score. But then again, if action is not your thing, and we're watching like reviews and that's an action, heavy action, um, you know, how we feel about it might be different from how you feel about it. Um, yeah, like like Nana and his Fast and Furious is a ten now or something. Ugh. 
Yeah, Fast and Furious was sick, mate. Oh my god, I can't wait oh, for the next one. Oh no, that was no. such a sick Stop. movie. Nah, man. I thought, I thought, I thought it was going to be done with ten, and then they brought out two more, or they said they're going to bring out two more. I was like, nah. Yeah, man, fucking sick, man. <laughs> yeah, nah, 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 nah. They can as long as they keep the entertaining and fun, and don't try to be three and a half hours long. I'm, a, I'm a ride with Fast and Furious. Um, but yeah, that's our rating system. Um, I'm gonna very briefly go into what I've watched this week again not a lot of things um, I first thing I'm going to talk about is what I went to cinema to go see I went and watched Wonka uh, starring Timothy Chalamet um, Hugh Grant as the Impa Limpa Rowan Atkinson with a cameo as the priest uh, Sally Hawkins as Willie's mother uh, Matt Lucas as Proudness Matthew Baton as Fickle Gruber Oliver Coleman as um, like the evil uh, innkeeper, Kalala Nane as Noodle, um, Keegan Michael Key as the police officer. Um, oh, he's in it. Yeah, he is, and he's actually. Do you know what? Yeah, he's actually joking. Like he's not got a big role, but mm-hmm. what he is in is is, is funny, entertaining. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So, th- slight spoilers for this movie for anyone who cares. I haven't given my rating rating yet. Um, so he plays a police officer that's like getting bribed by the three like chocolatiers who are like um they're like a, a chocolate is it racket like not mafia but like a racketeer where they like monopolize um who can make chocolate in the city and yeah based, yeah it's, it's a it's a racket yeah so basically yeah. they bribe him with chocolate so as the movie goes on he's getting more and more chocolate he's getting more and more fat so he's like constantly his his like fat suits get upgraded 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 and by the end of it he's just like some big fat looking Snorlax thing Snorlax looking motherfucker um, <laughs> so that was quite funny um, now I have not watched Harlan and Chocolate Factory in ages and I think this one and I don't know again I'm at fault with this but I wasn't expecting a musical and literally it was a musical now I do enjoy musicals but I've got a kind of like be in a mood for them. Apologies for the dead air. I felt like I was coming across way too loud, so I turned down the gain a little bit. Um, and then you came through way too quiet. Yeah, and I came through way too quiet. Um, <laughs> but it's always been a musical, though, right? I mean, I, we watched the we I, watched the old old ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what uh, the those the actor that passed away fairly recently. Is it Gene Wilder or something yeah. like that? Um, he. Yeah, so his was a musical. I mean, you had... Yeah, I just didn't remember it being a musical. I, I knew, know that, like, obviously, when the kids were, like, you know, mm. something fucked up happens in the chocolate factory, the Oompa Loompas will come out and sing. But, like, I don't remember, like, Charlie singing every, like, 10 seconds and, you know... No, neither neither do I, but... Um, so, again, that's what I mean. So this one, like, literally... Well, they all singing. I, I class it as a musical with all that singing. Oh, yeah, no, I, I definitely say that is... is it, I can vaguely remember it being a musical, but not to this level of extent. Like, it almost yeah. felt like um, I was watching something on Broadway. Mm. In the terms, like, literally, like I said, like, it opened up with a song. He, like, gets to the city, walks down the road, then starts singing again. Then he gets to um, the shop. Then there's a song by the innkeeper to persuade him to sign his life away. Then, like, a couple of minutes later, he's doing something else. And there's a, like, I just felt like there was just bare singing. And like I said, I do enjoy musicals, but, like, 
I felt like it was just a bit too much in it. Um, but if I had to rate it, which obviously is what we do, um, I'll give it a hard chicken. If you've got like kids, it's a decent, you know, one that you could take the family to go see and enjoy it over like the Christmas period. The kids might enjoy it. I didn't really find myself like laughing out loud. Um, but there were some moments that were humorous. Um, Hugh Grant's Impaloopa was pretty cool. Um, they used him quite sparingly throughout. Um, interesting story and interesting how um, the Oompa-Loompas end up working for Willy Wonka. Um, I think Timothy Charm Chalamet, um, he does an alright job as Willy Wonka. Like, you get some of the eccentricities. In, in, uh, 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 uh. Intricacies? No, you know, like, he was a bit quite eccentric in it, so I don't know how what, yeah. what is, like, the... I don't know if it's a plural or anyway. This ain't oh, this right. ain't an English show, but Basically, yeah, he's eccentric. <laughs> yeah, but he you got some of that. You just didn't get all of it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, I thought the little girl. Well, I, I say little girl. She was quite grown. She she well not grown, but like she was like maybe like twelve, fourteen. Um, she did a good job. Um, I know sometimes child actors can be a bit hit or miss because obviously, um, they're still growing up and uh, not exactly you know after award-winning actors at you know such a young age um i felt like they could have used Rowan atkinson a bit more um because he's a funny guy um recognizable actor um i think the portrayal of the three bad guys uh prodnos fickleberg gruber and slugworth played by matt lucas matthew bayton and Pe- 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 patterson joseph um, they did a good job. You you, you got the the menace that you needed to. Um, yeah, no, it it was cool. Um, if you this wouldn't be one that I'll be like, oh yeah, like got if you don't have like an Odin Cinema Pass thing or Limitless or um, Cine World Pass or whatever, um, I wouldn't say it's worth your money, especially in this current climate of Christmas around the corner. Um, so yeah, that gets a half chicken. Um, next up. I finally finished on new Mushu. Um mm-hmm. now the animation and action this was phenomenal. Um I just didn't love it for some reason. I don't know whether it's because I was watching, I was tired. Um and I like I knew I was meant to be watching for the recording and I was kind of just like trying to get over and done with. Um but it didn't it didn't light my soul on fire as much as I thought it would be. So I would only give Onimushu a half chicken. I think you gave it a free piece, right? Um I believe so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's a shame. Um, I'm still look like obviously again. I'm gonna go into it further down the line, um, over the Christmas period. Uh, cause I'm gonna watch that Blue Samurai that everyone's still raving about. Um, we'll probably, oh, same. That's something I need to do. We'll probably review that in the new year. Um, I finished Sweet Home season two. Uh, I give that a free piece. Um, I loved Sweet Home season one. Um, even though this is listed as like a horror, um. I don't feel like it is like this is the world of the zombies isn't it uh, no, well no not Sweet zombies up. but it's like the ones with the monsters so basically um, oh that one yeah yeah so I think like something happens in the world and like humans start turning to monsters and uh, one of the kids yeah. like is able to like kind of yeah, control I his remember. monsterization um, yeah season two I give a free piece it was really good um, they upped the level of CGI from season one because in season one yeah the first like seven episodes the CGI was garbage 
and in the very last episode the CGI just went through the roof like it was like yeah. on Marvel levels and I think it was produced by one of the guys that actually did uh, Marvel uh, some of the CGI stuff for Marvel so I was like quite confused why something so modern was like using this awful almost PlayStation 2 level graphics CGI um, mm-hmm. this season is much better in terms of like a lot of characters are flushed up, fleshed out um, you don't just spend time with the main guy from season one um, which has its pros and cons so obviously the first one it was all like concentrating the, in the hotel house little flats that they were living in where mm-hmm. this one you know they're moving around trying to get away from the monsters because they es- escaped there um, I think in episode two they actually go back to that hotel which is kind of like you know showing people oh look do you remember this from season one um, you meet some new characters um, some new characters some new soldiers um, I feel like for me anyway compared to season one where you didn't really know who was going to die and who wasn't until like they actually died um, season two is it's it, more predictable yeah it's a lot more predictable man like you know the main character is not going to die you know the girl that's basically like the main side girl is not going to die um, the female badass fire chick woman from season one, she's back, but she's in and out. So you see her a little bit in, the, in like the first episode, then she's like, you don't see her again until like episode six. But when she comes back in episode six, she's like, yeah, she's gonna be all right. Like you don't really feel f- fear for her. Um, so that's obviously uh, one of the reasons why like I didn't give her a whole chicken. Um, but season three's already been announced to come out in summer twenty twenty four. Um, I wonder if uh, season three is going to be the final season because um, sometimes with certain Netflix things, yeah, I hate when it starts to feel like they're just dragging the seasons out and like not telling the complete story. Now, I, I hate yeah. this one doesn't suffer. This one doesn't suffer from that. But if I watch season three and they're like, oh yeah, next year wait for season four, I'm gonna be like, like you're starting to take a bit long now. Like let's uh, wrap up, like either humans are going to be um, extinct and the monsters are going to take over or there's going to be a cure or do you know what I mean like just don't take too long of it so yeah it's almost, it's almost like you've got it just to the show now so yeah how do, we, how do we wrap this up what's the conclusion of it yeah that's kind of that's kind of vibe I'm, I'm at right now I'm just like I'm really enjoying it but like let's kind of wrap it up now um yeah, so, I remember from Sweet Home. I did. I think I did enjoy. It. I can't remember where I gave it a three piece or a, or a half chicken, but I do remember talking about the um, CGI they used and how how it went from good to bad at times. Um, I thought it went from I, went, I thought it went from bad to good. Oh, sorry, sorry, bad to worse to good. Yeah. Sorry, bad to worse to good. Um, but also looking at it, I don't think I made this comparison before, but um, now that's popped into my head, the live action. Um, uh, oh gosh, I can't even forget the name of this one. Um, ah, ter- ter- Terraformers, Terraformers. The, um, the CGI felt almost similar to that in that in, in, mm. in terms of quality. Yeah, um, if that made sense. Um, but I do remember from the from the live action um, Terraformers show, it was it was fairly good. I can't remember if it was a show or film, but yeah, it was fairly good. Um, so. See, you say season two is now improved, yeah. That everything, yeah, yeah. Is, the, C, the, the CGI is a lot better. Every, compared every, to every, every episode is consistent, it's consistent yeah. Good, like, don't get me twisted. Like, there's like there, there's a weird vibe sure some, they're, they're, to mm-hmm. some of the monsters, but compared to how 
garbage some of them looked in season one, yeah, it's a massive improvement. It's like it, it, okay, this is this is how it felt, yeah. So season one, it felt like um episode one to nine, they only had like a, a ten million uh whatever the money that they used to make this, let's say ten million pounds, yeah, to make episodes one to nine. And then episode ten, they all of a sudden was like, Here you go, here's a hundred million. And like so the quality of that last episode just look, it was like so much um improved compared to the first ep- like nine episodes um but again it could have just been a a, a, a a filming choice it might be how koreans like their things um and then kind of obviously koreans and japanese i know they're fully different yeah but i feel like um the eastern market yeah have like taking the monster and zombie like genre and just have like run of it and improves of it um and the reason why i say this year is like i i started watching yu yu hacker show uh the live action on netflix um oh, uh, the live action yeah yes. I'm, I'm about halfway episode uh, halfway through episode two yeah and um you know how like they um is it contortionist yes the, like, the, the people that are able to sort of bend their bodies yeah so like obviously yeah. they 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 use their live action zombies and monsters and they like use real people in it and get them to like be able to like twist their body in freaky ways like this guy yeah the way he's moving his body yeah and showing like the the demon start to possess possess him and stuff yeah mm. is so well done and same with um sweet home season two there's a se- there's a section where um one of the women starts to like turn into a monster and like the way she her like her she's mimicking her brains like uh, her brains she's mimicking her bones start like breaking apart and reforming back together and like contorting her body and like like almost like someone's like crumpling up her body like a piece of paper and just like mashing it up like they just do it so convincingly and again like also i know that it's not real in it but like it's kind of scary man like they do some fucked up shit when sometimes when I see things, I, I say that the human body is meant to work like that. Of course, people can do that, right? But it's just like wrong. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you're not supposed to be able to bend like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 a skill. It is a skill. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I give that a free piece. Um. I'm not gonna touch too much on you, you hacker shows since I've not finished it. I'm only halfway through. Um, I haven't even started it. Yet, episode so. two. I one, go by the trailer, I think. One thing I will say, episode one is very slow. And mm. I feel like it was kind of slow in the anime as well. Now, keep in mind, I think I only ever managed to watch maybe like 13, 15 episodes of C- of, of Yu Hakusho. And that was maybe a year or two ago. So, um, right. Yu Hakusho amongst anime community, um, I, w- I don't know, how, to, how do I put this? It's not, up there in terms of the mainstream but kind of like everyone knows it and you know some people have watched it but some people haven't but everyone's always like yeah like obviously everyone talks about like uh dragon ball z uh card captures um sailor moon and stuff yeah but like from the 90s everyone's like quite big on you hakusha as well um and it's just one that i never got round to um i will one day you know go back and finish it properly because um again when people refer to uh like some of the animes i've got like the greatest tournament arcs um 
everyone always mentions you Hakusho in terms of being having a very fantastic tournament arc um, so again it's one of the, it's worth one of the reasons to, to check it out um, in terms of what I remember from the anime um, other than the is it I'm gonna butcher his name so I don't even wanna say it the guy with like the long long hair Quite, quite, um, quite, quite, oh, I've just fucking heard him say his name as well. Um, fuck. <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the black long hair. Nah, 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 nah. His, his name's like easy. His name's like Goy or Goki or something like that. Mm. It's like Kwabu, Kwabuararu or something like that. The, yeah. the like, white, like out of the, obviously they're all Japanese, yeah, but the white looking one with the like, uh, jittery hair. Um, yeah, Kwabu, Kuwabara, Thank you. Um, other than them not getting his getting his hair right, because obviously I think mm. that would be. What, what, what hairstyle is that? Is it a pompadour oh, or something? Like I that? have no idea. But like, like yeah, it would have been hard for them. Like he would have been had to be in like in the dressing room makeup like a lot of time to make sure that his hair sits, and then obviously he gets some fight scenes as well to make that like not be like flowing everywhere i get why they didn't do that um, yes it's, it's called it's called a pompadour hairstyle damn I can't believe i remember that yeah pompadour like i don't know i think if they oh i don't know man like mm. it might have looked a little bit better if they did do that but you know i understand why they didn't like i think it'd have been like they would have used to have to use a lot of hairspray to fix that at the place man oh, um, yeah, but Yes, it's a slow start, but from what I can remember from the a couple of episodes of the anime I've watched, um, the characters feel like the characters. Um, the two monsters that I've seen so far look pretty cool. Um, the fighting choreography looks kind of clean as well, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And I think this is, again, another Japanese studio has actually taken upon the live action. Mm-hmm. And I've said this before when they leave the Japanese and you know the Middle Eastern Middle Eastern the Asian countries to do their own live action adaptations they're it's pretty good better. it's when yeah. the Americans get involved they fucking just be like oh I'm gonna turn this into absolutely shit and yeah. and, and freestyle and uh, talking about freestyle uh, Martin came around um, last Friday and we watched uh Dragon Ball The Magic Begins it was oh my it was gosh alright cool let's, let's, let's finish you Huggish Show first and then oh, no, 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 that, that, that's that pretty because... much what it was like I said I'm only halfway through episode 2 I think there's 5 episodes I'm not sure sorry I went about to cough oh sorry about that guys um, um, you sound diseased I'm not sure whether it's um, the case of they've dropped 5 episodes and like next week they're gonna drop another 5 episodes or whether like it's the 5 episodes season 1 because I feel like One Piece had like 10 episodes so yes there are I think yeah. they're, I think they're yeah. an hour long so that is you know five hours worth of content but I still feel like five episodes is a bit short for a season one so I'm wondering if like next week they're going to drop another five episodes or maybe like just after um, three so it's like eight episodes yeah or if um, in the new year they might drop like another five episodes um, so yeah so let's yeah talking about like you know Americans getting involved or the, the West getting involved and doing their own versions of um Live action anime, where they yeah. fail to adapt the source material fairly enough. I don't know where uh, we watched a bootleg knockoff 
Dragon Ball Z Chinese version that came out in 1991. Oh um, my days. It was so bad. Did they, they didn't they didn't use the right names? Um okay, the one I give it a cool chicken, yeah. The one reason I didn't give it bones, yeah, is because it was entertaining in terms of seeing what they could do without the proper licensing and the fight mm-hmm. scenes were actually very cool of for that time period as well um but other than that Honestly, was- if i if i'd seen this when i was like during the time i was watching power rangers right then i probably would have given it maybe a half chicken or something do you know what i mean mm-hmm. because it's got you know it's got it's got fighting scenes in it and this stick that can freaking you know like become a lot bigger than it, than it already is so younger me will probably have given this a half chicken or a three piece but watching it it's watching it now sorry it's just yeah for that time i think it would have been it would have been good um the cgi itself wasn't that bad um i know we saw some wires and things like that but you know growing up i wouldn't have cared about the wires um there and whatnot um but yeah i, I gave it a quarter chicken as well um because I know back in the day, I would have certainly enjoyed it. Um, even though it's a knockoff, it's, it's. It, I mean, it's it's loosely based around Dragon Ball Z. Um, like I said, changed a few words. Like the Dragon Balls were the Dragon Pearls, for example. Um, <laughs> yeah. Son Goku was called Monkey Boy. Um, Bulma was called something different. Everyone else was called something different. Um, Except probably no, yeah, everyone was called something different. Yeah. Um, so it was just yeah. But you know what? I still rate it higher than I would Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> nah, but oh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like they were Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Evolution claimed that it was Dragon Ball. It had the Dragon Ball title to it. Mm. This is different. Yeah, so, I guess so. And obviously it's a bootleg one as well. So to be to be fair, for a bootleg one, it's fine. It's a bootleg one. Whatever. But Dragon Ball Evolution, no, it, it tried to be like the anime and was just, it just missed completely. Yeah, like Dragon Ball Evolution is bones in, in, in my in my in my eyes. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, yeah, this, so this was on Amazon uh, Amazon Prime. If anyone wants to go check it out, um, to go more f- feel more than free to do so. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna go Undead Unlock. Uh, Yes. So this this is um, one from the current season that wasn't on Crunchyroll. I think in America it's available on Hulu, which we get some of the stuff here on Disney Plus, but unfortunately not all of it. Um, and this one wasn't on there. Uh, so as mine was here, we decided to load it up, and um, I think we got through maybe like five episodes before we had to leave. Um, yeah. And when you when you went home, I watched another five episodes. I think the next, very next day, four episodes, sorry, and the very next day, episode ten dropped. So I've watched ten episodes so far. Um, Damn, I'm still on the episode five. So oh, is it? It, ah, it's, bro. it looks like. Do you know what? <laughs> there's yeah, there's some new stuff I've been watching as well. So um, it, it it's right now it's a free piece, depending on how they finish okay. how they um finish the story or how we get introduced to more or uh, more characters. Um it could get to a whole chicken like you meet other people like them and if i think everyone that's like them like their ability is like on something in it so her ability is unlucky his ability is undead um there's another one is it like his ability is like untruth so you can't lie to him 
Um, yeah. There's another one where she can like make barriers. I can't remember what her, the un thing was, but um, yeah. And you get to meet like so. There's the organization that's been chasing them. There's um, I want to say there was ten of them, and um, you meet the other nine, and you get to see their powers, and um, basically what it is is that there's this like talking book that looks kind of like demonic and it's got like one of those like um ghoulish faces as a book and um every like three months or whatever it sets them um like six or seven quests that they've got to complete which is normally either like capturing someone or finding some someone etc etc um and basically every time they fail one of the quests yeah it's like a plague befalls the earth in it so oh, so like it's explained like basically before this phenomenon started to happen like the world was like basically like um the garden of eden everything was pure in it but every time they failed yeah like something that wasn't in the world would get introduced so like rape was introduced um death was introduced oh, hunger was introduced starvation was introduced um sicknesses were introduced cancer was introduced so <laughs> like like pandora's box yes yes and then, so what so they so on the one that we, we're watching now um they they get like let's say six quests yeah they fail one of them so on one of the when they fail the new thing that gets put into the earth is like the planetary system and i was like oh shit because like, as you're watching you don't like there's a couple of scenes in a nighttime in it and I don't think you even like ever see the moon or any stars because the main girl, she draws a picture and she's like, no, I think there's the moon, but there's no stars. I think she draws a picture with like what we could describe as stars in it, but in their world, yeah. it didn't exist in it. And she was like, oh, the moon looks lonely up there. So I've drawn it some friends. And then when they introduced like stars, so one of the weird things here, that's kind of cool, the the 10 um, undead people, un people, their powers, yeah, when something new gets introduced into the world, everyone else's brain like activates like it's always been the thing. So oh. they automatically just like it's not new to them. So like when someone dies, like, like basically it's always been there. Yeah. So, so like when someone starts, yeah. So when people start dying, there's like oh we've always had people just start dying. Oh when someone gets raped, it's like oh we've always had rapists. Like it was it it, it, it it's cool. And then one of the guys is like, um, I wouldn't say he's like a tech guy, but he's like the information guy. So when anything does happen, he like gets everyone to feed information of what the new changes are and how um, the changes can, um, has affected the world. Oh, and oh, so every thing creates almost like um, a Ragnarok situation. So the planetary system that happened, yeah, that introduced aliens to the world yeah and oh, so wow, okay. so so the aliens tried to attack earth and they had to, and they had to defend earth and obviously they 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 fucked up the aliens so badly aliens never came back so that's like why we've never had any alien counters because they basically said like the one time aliens tried to come fuck with earth after the aliens got introduced the un society 
fucked up alien so bad, sent a warning out to the rest of the universe, don't fuck with Earth, and they just never come back. I thought yeah, that was so, a, so basically, they, they, the aliens fucked around and they found out. Yes, I, I just thought that was a really <laughs> or, or, or cool they, way of Or they got Justice League. Uh, yeah, so I just thought that was a really cool way of, of playing with it. Like, I, I, what, like, that is so interesting. The, the law, the, the, this is an anime where the law is actually really cool and actually is explained in a way that's very easy to understand. And then, all right. So I have I have a question then. Mm-hmm. Um, so so the ten people that are right now trying to capture the girl who's got the unlucky ability, and okay, the, the undead ability. I am not gonna say any further than that. Okay, cool. Because you you all right. I I'll wa- I'll, let me. All right, I'll watch it and I'll find out. Yeah, watch it and you'll find out because mm-hmm. yeah, watch it and you'll find out and then you'll learn about the society and then so the one cool thing that they set up is that there's like a, a tablet and the tablet has like a hundred um holes for like these these orbs mm-hmm. and then basically anytime they fail one of the quests the tablet fills up with an orb and um they they've basically they, basically they fucked up 99 times in it and there's only like one orb space free in it and basically in like this old mythology that they found it was like if they fuck up a hundredth time, Ragnarok is basically gonna come. The the end of the world's gonna happen. So they're basically saying like, we have to do these quests, we have to kill these people, we have to find these things. Otherwise, we actually don't know what worst thing is going to come. <clears throat> so yeah, very cool. Um, free piece. I would highly recommend you jump on it. Um, when you can. Um, it's been a while. Ah, oh, shit. Hold up. Oh my gosh. Ah, oh, crap. Hold up. I'm going to have to pause. Alright. We're back. Wow. Sorry. Sorry. Wait, I, wait, wait, wait. I, I basically <laughs> forgot. So, I, so <clears throat> I've had the laptop in the, in the, in the main living room and I've actually been like watching stuff and, and playing on my laptop in the main living room. So obviously mm-hmm. when you messaged me when I was half asleep saying, oh yeah, you're on. I was like, oh shit. No, you were asleep. Let's all do this. Um, <laughs> I bought the laptop in here, but I did bring the charger. Right, man. I thought something like you were cooking it there. You first nah, sleep and they start nah, recording, nah, nah, nah. and then all of a sudden it's like smoke or whatever coming out the oven, bro. Man, nah. Listen, yeah, I, we've been recording for thirty-seven minutes. Yeah, I did not want to have to start again. <laughs> all right, that that is true. That is true. But for yeah. real, I heard in the background was yeah, I'm like running. What's actually going on? That was you get running to get the charger before the battery caved in. Um. Uh, what's gonna say now? Yeah, I I yeah. look. I think yeah, this is definitely um one of the hidden gems of the seat. Well, no, I tell a lie. It's not one of the hidden gems because this is one of the ones that I actually wanted to watch, but I didn't even realize it wasn't on Crunchyroll. So for a lot of people that don't have Crunchyroll and, or don't have illegal websites to watch this off, yeah, they're not going to be able to see this, and I think that's a really big shame because it mm. is. 100% worth checking out like I've really enjoyed it oh see that's awesome I mean the five episodes that I we did watch um, I do remember enjoying it um, especially that the um, Gary the Underability I mean the fact that he just has stupid amounts of blood coming out of him he's like, propell- like propelling himself to like fly hover whatever it is where it's just like missing limbs is, is, is absolutely insane mm. absolutely ridiculous ability 
Um, and also the, the trick of the unlock powers as well. Um, just the fact that depending on how, what was, what was it? Was it depending on how much she values something? Yeah. So it was, it, that's, it, that's, it, was, it, was, it was, it was depending on how much she liked the person. And also, it it, deter- it was the how bad the luck was de- was determined on um, length of time she touched you, and also surface area. So right, if she right. gave you like a big sloppy hug, you know, for like and held you for five minutes, it was like your your luck was just gonna be like filthy, like. Um, a meteorite was just going to come out of the sky and just <laughs> land on your head and just kill you instantly. Inside the shit, yeah, yeah. Literally, shot you. Exactly, and you know what? Yeah, they the luck thing. Um, I thought it was going to be a very stupid like concept, but mm-hmm. they use it in very imaginative ways, and it actually works. Yep, yep. I mean, from what we've well, from what I've seen so far up to episode five, that's definitely been the case. Like something happens with the unlock to aid the situation. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I, man. I, I look forward to you to catching up and being up today and let me know what you think of it. All right. All right. All right. So <clears throat> I'm not going to dawdle on too much longer. Um, I'm going to just, uh, I guess, briefly mention some trailers from the game awards. Um, I don't have any of the, winners or losers or any of the upsets um there was just a couple of trailers i saw that i was like oh this looks cool um uh, if you want a full in-depth breakdown of the or maybe not in-depth because they didn't cover it as much as i thought they would but um i would definitely go check out nerds the podcast um as they talk about the game awards and the, a lot more different trailers of things um but the ones that i want to mention uh metaphor re, re- fantasio um, it looks like a spin-off of the, from the Persona games that look kind of interesting. Um, Exodus, um, I can't remember which one this was about. Uh, God of War Valhalla DLC, uh, mm-hmm. Hellblade 2, um, is gonna be a Sega, uh, Sega. Hellblade 2 Sena Sega, Saga. Um, that looked interesting. That looked like something that I That's the one out. by Ninja Theory, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they're the same people that did Heavenly Sword. I thought I already, I know I spoke to you um, when I was at yours, Nana, but this is just for the for our listeners now that, um, yeah, Ninja Theory has been, is, is an absolutely amazing studio. So, and um, what, what's the name of this game again? Um, Nana, what was the name of this game again? Hellblade 2. Hellblade Saga. So, from the first game, um, I think Hellblade was looking at um, symptoms of I don't I can't remember if it was psychosis or something like that. But maybe, um, so either the character had mental health issues, or it was um, a case where she had insomnia, so that she started hallucinating and things like that. But um, the game is very very interesting to play. Um, so the fact that they've made a, a second one of it just shows just how well it's done and just how I guess. Um, there, there's a need there's, there's a demand for a set game to come out so I think it's awesome I wish they did the same for Heavenly Sword because that too was a great game mm, yeah um, next up uh, it was Sega, Sega basically announced they're going to be remastering uh, some of their games uh, the ones that they was listed was Crazy Taxi uh, Jet yeah. Set Radio Streets of Rays and Shinobi Oh yeah, you're right. I looked at it. The Sonic is not there, and I'm upset because that's the yeah, one game I've played. Nah, they, they've got Sonic games. They've like made Ben new Sonic games. Oh yeah, but I thought, uh, but but not on this one, right? 
What do you mean not on this one? Not on this particular, not on this particular um, uh, game that that's getting released. I feel like this was just like more like their un, unknown, well, not unknown arcade games, but these are the their arcade games getting like a, a 20, 21st century facelift. Alright, fair, fair. Yeah. Um, Alright, cool. <clears throat> Next up is OD. It's the game by Kojima. Uh, oh, wow. Wow. Kojima. I was, uh, is it Hideo Kojima? Yeah, Hideo Kojima. Hideo Kojima, thank you. Um, I don't know what's going on with my pronunciations today. Um, it's okay, you're always bad at it. Suicide, <laughs> uh, Su- Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League is got a February 2nd, 2024 release date. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth gets the 29th of Feb. Uh, it's a two disc game release date. Uh, there was a teaser of um, Marvel's Blade game coming out. Um, mm-hmm. It was by the French studio that did that game where like you die and reverse. Oh, for fuck's sake, I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> not re- um, it's not uh, not Returnal. It was the one where no, like you're an assassin. And yeah, like, that's the way it came out. It came out fairly recently. I think it was yeah. locked out or something like that. Yeah. it's a called Loop. Is a loop? Deathloop, I think. Yeah, I think it's called Deathloop. Deathloop, that's Death it. Loop. Um, So that would be interesting. Okay. Um, I think a Blade game could be interesting. I think yeah, a Blade so game. Yeah, so do I. So do I. It all de- I mean, it depends on the game mechanics. Um, it's going to be a game, and yeah, so it's going to be a game that's open world, so something that's similar to, say, um, the Spider-Man games, because they they have been really, really good. Mm. It's going to be similar to GTA, um, in a sense of just how vast it is, just what you can do in the game. Was it, and is the story going to be something that's sorry, is it going to be more story driven, or is there going to be things like you know, side missions? And that I'm sure there'll be side missions, but you do know I mean those, yeah. those sort of game mechanics or elements that um, are in everyday gaming? Mm. Um, or is it going to be something like uh, so to like a uh, Ghost of Tsushima where uh, the combat is more, um, I guess, flowy and not as not as flashy in some aspects, but. We shall see. Um, all on, all in all, I am looking forward to a Blade game. Um, I'll just love to see a gameplay trailer. Yeah. Um, I, I looked at um, an image for it and obviously it looked like he's got his guns and his sword. So to be mixing up the different fighting style in terms of it could be a bit mix of... Um, uh, I want to say as, as vastly different as like Devil May Cry... But the fact mm-hmm. that he's got a gun and he's got a sword, so he can mix it up between using those two elements, that would be cool, yeah. pretty fun for some combos and stuff. Um, Zenless Zone Zero, um, again, do you know what? I can't remember what that one was about. Neither The Last Sentinel, which is another one I wrote down. Um, Echoes of the Fallen, Final Fantasy 16, and The Rise and Tide, two DLCs for that game. Uh, the Finals is a game that I think when the Game Awards... Um, they did it. They released this game straight away because um, I've been hearing people play it and having fun of it. And then Monster Hunter Wilds will be coming out in 2025. Um, I believe yeah, you've played some of the, Yeah, I feel like, I was going to say, I feel like you played Hunter Hunter games. I think I did a demo on the one on the Switch, but I never really jumped on it and played. Um, yeah, which is a shame. Monster, Monster Hunter is a very good game because um, not only do you have to fight against, you know, all these um beasts that are in the world like Raphalos, um like well and you know the other ones um is you can tell i've played the game in a while but yeah, yeah but Raphalos definitely comes to mind it's the one that like terrorized me um 
Um, but then, you know, not only are you able to defeat them, but you also um, sort of um, get their get their hides, get certain elements uh, like tails, etc., to then craft um, your own gear, um, gear with speci- uh, specific, uh, specific abilities, um, weapons with specific abilities, and the like. So um, it's, it's it's a game that you know you can get stuck into. Um, it's got a lot of RPG elements in it, um, customization elements in it. Um, and then you also have to do things like, you also have to apply strategy to where do you fi- uh, fight against them. So it's, it's a game that, you know, has you involved, I think, in every step of the way on, as to how you want to build your character in terms of fighting styles, whether you use um, bow and arrow or a gun or swords. Um you know, the, I'm, I'm talking. I'm saying all this particularly for people who don't play or haven't played uh, Monster Hunter Hunter game. Um, it's very involved, but it's a lot of fun, and there should be an online element as well. So, yeah. I remember playing with my friend uh, years ago. Um, I think it's um, maybe even during lockdown or something like that. But um, it's one that you know, the more people you play with, um, the more fun it becomes because it's just you know, who doesn't like you know playing games with your friends whatever the case is and killing dragons and whatever else while I was at it <laughs> do you mm-hmm. know what I mean yeah yeah and yeah, um, now that I definitely get the game I'll play it <sighs> I don't know if I'll have that t- level of time but I will I will look into it I will I will see right. I will try um yeah right that is pretty much me uh, I'm gonna save the anime wait thing. What about what about the? I mean, I know it's like a new game, um, but there was a trailer for. Um, um, is it? I keep messing up the name, right? But it's it's like it's like something Black Wukong. Oh, um, I didn't know. I didn't write that down because it's not oh, a, a, new, a, a new trailer. Yeah. Black Sun Wukong. That's the one. <clears throat> is it Black Sun? I again. I can quickly Google it. Wukong Black Myth yeah, Black Wukong Myth. Black, Black Myth, Myth Wukong uh, that's right. going to get a release date of 20th August 2024 alright then so that game is again one of those that's just a massive standout to me um, ever since I saw the gameplay trailer for it I've just been fascinated by it also it's to do with the Monkey King um um, I think in uh, China it's Sun Wukong in Japanese it's Goku or Sun Goku either way um, it's the Monkey King and he is an absolutely awesome awesome uh, sort of I guess character is that is that is that for lack of a better word I know it's massive the Monkey God is, is a thing in uh, mythology Asian, Asian, in Asian culture yeah some mythology right so yeah, um, I think I think it's absolutely amazing. Um, from day one, look at the ga- at the game mechanics of it, the dodge mechanics, uh, fight mechanics, and graphically it looks absolutely amazing. And this is by a brand new studio as well, so um, I'm I'm really excited for this and for this studio to you know I guess take the world by storm. Um, depending on how good the game is, because you know I can be all happy about gameplay trailers and and the like, but. Yeah, the game actually has to deliver in both game mechanics, story, um, and just the fun aspect of it. Um, so, my, so, so now this is like the third game on my list to get um, in a new year, you know. So, is this nice. one? I, I've still got um, Spider Man Two, which I haven't played yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's seventy pounds. So I'm 
praying that the price goes down at some point. Nope, um, that is not happening for. <laughs> it's not going to happen Listen, so when I got when I got Spider Man on the PlayStation, right? Um, I remember that I got it for maybe seventy pounds plus the DLC, and then maybe it was the following year or something. The price had reduced, so I'm just hoping that next year, maybe towards the end of next year, whatever the case is, the price can reduce and I can just buy it. And I can get um, uh, Black Myth Kong as well, up full price. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping for, for, you know, for a little bit of slack so, you know, I can, I can stretch the budget a little bit. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. Like, like, I don't, I, <clears throat> I don't know if we discussed it on the podcast, but like, they dropped, they finally dropped the trailer for GTA 6. And the rumor is yeah. GTA Six is going to be one hundred fifty pounds. No, I think it's going to be one hundred fifty dollars, which is going to be roughly one hundred twenty, one hundred thirty pounds for us. Like, yeah, I, I, ref- I refuse. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse. I can understand why GTA. That GTA is by third anticipated game, but that's coming out in 25, yeah. 2025, actually, or twenty four. Um, that's a lot of money for a even- game. I know, like this last one had a like like a lifetime of like five, ten years, whatever. But yeah, that's so a lot ridiculous. Of money. Yeah. Because thing is, does a game need to be 150 pounds though? Because here's the thing, I I fully understand just how long it takes to make a game, right? Just how, like GTA 5 is a prime example of that. It took ages to develop, and when it finally came out and things like that, like it just kept improving. They kept improving on it um, to the point where online has been one of its biggest um, biggest strengths. Um, and they've had to change the the way they've done online several times over. But people today are still playing that. So my thing is this, rather than being 150 pounds, because people have already pumped in so much like real world money into um, into GTA 5, surely the game does need to be 150, 130, 150 pounds, however much it is mm. um, for us, because people are going to pump money into their game, like real life pounds, dollars, whatever the case is into that game to get, you know, just be able to be, uh, to get the customizations they want, um, and, and whatever else the game has to offer. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, boy, I'm definitely going to get it because I, by then I should yeah. definitely have my PS5. But it's mad that a game, one game, is yeah. going to cost that much. That is insane. Yeah. Oh, um, no, I think I also forgot one more game. Um, well, I, I guess you I guess you picked out the ones that, that stood out to you the most, but there's also the new uh, Budokai Tenkaichi game that's coming out. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know why I didn't write that one down either. Yeah, Dragon, Dragon Ball Z uh, Budokai Tenkaichi, but I can't remember the, the actual name of it, but it's a brand new one that's coming out to both Xbox and PS5. Um, well, it's not called Tenkaichi. Isn't it called like Spirit Wars or something like that? Ugh. Spirit Wars, but, but it's a style of, of yeah, Budokai yeah, yeah. Tenkaichi. It, it, I, think origi- I think it originally was meant to be called like uh, Dragon Ball Z um, Budokai like six or whatever, and then they changed the name. Mm. Why is it not written? Down? I swear I wrote that one down. Maybe I didn't. No, that's that's maybe weird. You didn't. Yeah, that's maybe weird. maybe you, felt you, you took a nap while I was thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, I'm gonna leave the Witness Lake because I've not watched all the trailers, the new Witness Lake because I've not watched all the trailers yet. Um, mm. what have you watched, and then we'll call it a night. Boy, what have I watched? So, mm, it's a good one. Oh, I think I just got rid of my uh, my notes on the... Here we go. Here it is. The Bloods Ross notes I thought I just closed them. Put them up again. Um, 
so I have been catching up on all the anime that I've been behind. Um, what I forgot to mention last recording actually was I watched the ONA for that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a three piece. It's um, so it stars everyone. So this is it follows Rumuru from his time that he um, left the village to a nearby kingdom. Um, essentially, so just focusing on that aspect. So only three episodes long. I think each episode is about is about thirty four minutes. So let's call it about half an hour mm-hmm. of actual um, um, anime time, minus the intros and outros. Um, so yes, three piece. Um, it doesn't miss a beat um, in in uh, compared to the actual uh, series. Um, next I've been watching is High School of the Elite. Um, so. This is High School of the Elite season one because, admittedly, I didn't watch all of High School of the Elite. I think I stopped at episode eight or episode six, and then that was it for me for High School of the Elite. Not because of anything, but because I just simply forgot about it. Yeah, um, it was an anime that you know, right from the get go, was really good. Um, you know, uh, talking about um, how people think in the world in terms of people who are who think to be who are thought to be of to be the elite um you know a lot of a lot of not necessarily mind games but people read and body language and um this that and the other people having you know all sorts of skills people are some people are gymnasts like high level gymnasts some people are high level basketball players some mm-hmm. people are high level whatever the case may be um so oh, and that, that includes academically as well um but yes, I've finally finished High School of the Elite season one, and I'm moving on to season two. So I'll probably get that watched this week. Um, I watched a series called Obliterated. Um, this is a series on Netflix um, that oh, can I even can I ever remember who it stars? Um, bear with me a moment. Yeah, sure. Whilst I bring it up, here we go. Obliterated cast see that's what we do sometimes sometimes we haven't got the notes in front of us so we have to go around uh this, 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 for it. this is on my watch list but i do not know when i'm gonna get around to it it's not it's not in my show notes but like mm-hmm. on my my netflix i think I, I i saved it to watch something else right <laughs> oh so you see no, obliterated no, what, what you're about to yeah. talk about i will get to it at some point because um the trailer that they showed on netflix looked cool yeah yeah so um the show stars uh, Shelley Hennig as Ava Winters, Nick Zeno Zano as Chad McKnight, um, Alison Gosk as Lana, um, Kimi Rutledge as Maya Lerner. Then you have Terence Terrell as Trunk. Um, you have Carl Lumbly as Langdon. And you also have uh, Eugene Kim as Paul Young. Um, and then, of course, yeah, um, other other um, high, I guess, high-ranking uh, actors and actresses um, in this series. So this film is essentially about, um, in a sense, like 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 the like the CIA, basically. So it's it's to do with spies, um, people dealing with high-tech stuff, um, fighting against the possible odds against people who are like terrorists, etc. It's uh, an action, I would call it an action comedy uh, series. 
um, action because you know there are people who do get headshotted. Um, there's a sub there who's a sniper. Um, she's absolutely amazing. Um, I think that is uh, her name's Angela, um, played by uh, Paola Lazaro. Um, you have Terence Terrell who plays Trunk, who is basically like the hard hitter of the team. Um, if you need some of the muscles to go in there and do a do a job and fight like five people by himself, he will do that. You have Ava Winters, who is the leader of this group. Um, she likes to be she likes to keep in control. She's a bit stern. Uh, and then you have uh, Chad McKnight, who is like the, the the stud who gets the girls at the same time. Doesn't really care about um, how do I say this? He's he's a bit he's a bit of of a lad, a bit of a, um, a frat boy. Um, similar to sort of Chad Tatum's character from um, Twenty One uh, Jump Street, so yeah, um, that's 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 that in in that likeness to that character essentially. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really good series. I give it um, I give it a half chicken. So absolutely funny stuff in there. But I think maybe I wasn't paying too much attention to it. That's why I'm giving it a half chicken. But it, there's there's definitely some laughs in there. You will definitely like that. Mm. Um, like there's there's a running theme in, in this series where Trunk, um, for example, from the first time he goes on a mi- on this mission to p- probably towards the end of the episode, oh sorry, end of the season, he hasn't eaten. This guy hasn't eaten a single thing all the way throughout. Right, it just it's just something that keeps playing about. Um, the comedic timing is really good because you just forget that this guy is even eating anything, and he goes, oh, guys. There's a donut here. Why is there a donut in front of me? Can we go get this donut, please? That that kind of thing. You're like, oh shit, yeah. He actually hasn't eaten for days. Like, <laughs> the willpower. Yeah. And it's just something that just keeps cropping up. You're thinking, oh, everything's fine. Like, oh yeah, actually the reference is something from back from um episode an episode or two ago. Um, but yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Um so been watching that. In fact, I think I'm fi- I am finished on it. So um yeah, half chicken with that. Next one I've been watching is The Fall of the House of Usher. Um, first time I, I heard the name, I was like, okay, is this something to do with Usher, that, the singer Usher? Um, but no, this is to do with um, a house, um, our family called Usher, or their surname is, is Usher. Um, it is, first of all, I give it... I give it uh, I, I give it a whole chicken. Nice. <laughs> I was debating whether to give it three piece or, or, or a whole chicken, but I give it a whole chicken. Um, it is uh, it's a very interesting series. So, um, the Fall of Usher is an American Gothic horror drama television miniseries created by Mike Flanagan. Um, it's eight episodes long, and it's loosely based on the various works by nineteenth century author Edgar Allan Poe. Oh my gosh, Edgar Allan Poe. Sorry, uh, flashback came back to me. Um, I'll tell you the flashback <laughs> later. Okay. Um, the series adapts otherwise unrelated stories and characters by Poe into a single non-linear narrative set from 1953 to 2023. Um, so the cast is, um, you have Carla, I'm probably going to butcher butcher her name. Carla, I think is either Gugino or Gugino. I think it's, it's Gugino. Or Gugino, um, as Verna, a mysterious woman from the Usher twins' past who takes on various forms, most notably that of a raven, to prey on the Ushers. Verna is an anagram of raven. So the reason why um, Edgar Allan Poe's name stood out to me is because I remember in um, an episode of Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors, um, they actually do an Alan, Alan, 
Alan Edgar Poe, um, sorry, Edgar Allan Poe, um, uh, episode, um, was literally a raven and the raven kept saying nevermore. Um, and it picked out the eyes of, uh, Homer Simpson. Um, so yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty interesting. I think Bart played the raven himself, actually. Um, Bruce Greenwood as Zach, uh, Guilford as Roger Usher. Sorry, Bruce Greenwood and Zach Guilford as Roderick Usher, uh, Madeleine's twin brother and crop CEO of Fortunata Pharmaceuticals. Um, the same, on a character of the same name in the fall of House of Usher, while the company is named after a character in the cask of Amontillado. Um, so Greenwood portrays Roderick in 2023, whereas Guilford portrays him in the 70s because there's a bit of back and forth between what happens in the past and what's currently happening with the Usher family, most notably uh, Roderick himself. Um, you have um, Mary MacDonald as Willa Fitzgerald, um, Roderick's twin sister and ambitious CEO of Fortunata Pharmaceuticals. Um, and I think in this series as well, um, you also have uh, Carl Lumbly. So it's the second time Carl Lumbly ha- has again made an appearance in, in what I've been sorry, not Carl Lumbly. It's um, oh, duh, 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 duh. I believe it is Carl Lumbly. Okay. Yeah. So he plays he plays a, a detective in this series. Oh, sorry, um, United States Attorney. Who was bringing the, uh, the um, uh, Usher to justice? And then you have Mark Hamill, who plays oh, nice. um, um, Arthur Gordon Pym, who is the family's ruthless attorney and fixer. Um, so the series is 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 really cool because you have obviously the Usher family, which is a super powerful family in pharmaceuticals that basically run um, various other projects. So you have a family member who is into, um, um, she, uh, I won't spoil it, <laughs> but basically uh, she's running uh, an experiment, um, testing it on chimps um, as to do with um, creating this um, um, a sort of heart so Nana, what is the name of um of those like um device staple on, on, on your heart and, like it keeps your heart beating it's like it stops it stops it from having a regular irregular uh, beat. Uh, pacemaker. Um, pacemaker pacemaker yeah so it's like a pacemaker but it's, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be able to do much more it's supposed to monitor your your blood for blood clots and that kind of thing mm-hmm. um have your whole cardiovascular system mapped out and stuff like that um so that's what she is doing you have the youngest of the family. Um, he's one of the two kids who are referred to as bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, he is um, uh, super young, wants to be sort of acknowledged in the family. Um, he ends up throwing a very seedy party in in the in the show. Um, you have people who are, um, you know, I guess either members of 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 the, the government or um relate or some sort of relation to people working in the government or people of high position in the government um you have people who are business owners tycoons that kind of thing um long story short it's a bit like um uh jeffrey epstein and how he was and how you know he was able to pull all these people together stuff like that as the party guy so basically mm-hmm. that's what his character is okay um 
then you have um, a character who's in in media. She's like a um, spin store. She's um sorry. She is a um. Well, it's not not PA. It's like a, a spin doctor. A, 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 a personal relationship. She's a spin doctor. Yeah, she deals in in um in um public relations. Sorry. Um. So again, she has a lot of pull with um with media heads. This and the other. Um. So yeah. Anyway, it's it's a super 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 interesting interesting um series. Um. It's got you know. Uh, the children of of Roderick Usher are in you know everything, even in gaming as well. Um, able to have a lot of sway of everything they want, so just literally throw money at situations. Um, but there are also a lot of cover ups as well. Um, and um, it, it makes much of the story because it just shows you how so I guess the rich and powerful are able to do certain things um, and even escape the long arm of the law. Um, so yeah, definitely a whole chicken. Um, it's definitely a must watch. I, I'm sure people who watch it will be will be um, generally interested in the series. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been watching. Um, nothing, nothing besides that. Oh, and I guess um, lastly, the in season um, hard knocks with the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, how, how, how is that? I've not I've not checked it out yet. You know what? It's all right. It's 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 like hard knocks. Um, but of it being, I mean, it is hard knocks. But of it being preseason, it's it's you know in season. Yeah. Um. So it talks about um, um. You know, players of injuries, how they're coping. Uh, players who've been taken from the um, uh, what's it called? From the practice practice squad, put into into the active roster, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's the, it always focus, it doesn't really focus on any real aspects. Obviously, it focuses like like hard knocks does anyway, just all players, or I guess major players. So, um, obviously, Chua Tagliova will be one of them. Um, you have uh, Fun um, is it Ginkle, who is the who is a D end or end rusher mm-hmm. uh, for the, for the Dolphins. Talk about him, his family, this uh, that kind of thing. Um, the head coach at um, uh, Miami Dolphins as well. How he started off coaching uh, Washington. I can't remember if it was like Washington College or University of Washington, but also their coaching. Um, so it's just it's just that kind of thing. Just a bit of history into them um, having you know famous players as well coming in, looking at their workout program, that kind of thing. So it's it's basically everything Hard Knocks already is. Um, it's just that it happens in season, so um, it's also interesting because you can actually sub your your fantasy, uh, or can you even? Um, okay, maybe you can't sub your fantasy team by what they're saying because what what they always um, release episodes uh, the week after yeah. um, stuff happens anyway. But um, you can have a look at basically how the team's being run, um, the goals for. Um, the season, um, you know, what they talk about halfway through the season, that kind of thing. But I mean, it's just interesting. I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, I give it a, a, a three piece. I mean, nice. yeah. When you, when you pick up something like hard knocks, you, you know exactly what you're going to get from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indeed, um, indeed. So yeah, that's it. That's it for me. All right. Calm. Yeah. So I think we're going to be on like a little two, three week break as Martin returns back to the motherland. 
Um, yes, I am going to Ghana. Cannot when wait. We, when we return, we will give you um, a review of the animes that we've watched from the current slate. We'll break mm-hmm. down um, the trailers and. You know, I think by then some of the new stuff would have started. I think Solo Eleven starts on the fourth of Jan, um, so we'll obviously tell you which of the new slate of anime we're watching, give some recommendations. Um, I think Aquaman would have been released by then. Um, I would have gone and seen Godzilla um, minus one. I'm going to try and actually write down some notes like I used to back in the day, so that I don't forget what I'm actually wanted to talk about. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, so you will not be hearing us till 2024. Um, get to 2024 safely. Let's make sure that we see you on the other side. Uh, have a wonderful Christmas. Um, Feliz Navidad. Um, I don't know. What, what else is there? Uh, wherever, wherever you... A fish Yeah, a fish Happy holidays. Um, wherever you celebrate, however you want to do your Christmas, do it. To all our friends and family in the podcasting world, um, thank you for being with us another year. And uh, again, look forward to see you guys in 2024. And with that, mind, say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you in 2024. All right, guys. Bye bye now. <laughs>